celebrate. Catch me if you can. Somewhere out there I might be near or far. Pass the land and see I'm clear out of sight. Beyond the wandering moon and beyond the stars that tracks her night by night. Hey everybody, uh, you guys are listening to a song by, or a clip of a song by my friend and fellow musician, Kali Shah. He is a musician in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, what you're about to hear is a conversation between him and I that we recorded on the phone a few days ago. We just kind of talked about his songwriting process and the vision behind this song and some of the challenges that he had recording the song during the pandemic. Uh, as well as several other things like uh, how Spotify is treating them and how his experience is on that. Uh, a couple other things, YouTube and those kind of things, musicians type stuff. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. It's a little bit of a break from the brewcast that we've been doing for a while. And uh, I like to branch out every now and then and do something different. So I uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, well, I'll just stop rambling and uh, play the episode. Here you go. Enjoy. Thanks. I'm here. Oh, cool. Right on, man. All right, dude. Well, um, let's just uh, talk to me about this new song. I remember the last time we talked, you said you were going to try and be putting out like like a song or two every so often. Um, so this yeah. is like the second song of of that. Um, is that correct? Yeah. So it's actually my third song since I started releasing singles okay. last fall. All right. Um, so there, it seems I'm seems like I'm going in like two to three month intervals. Okay. I'd like to speed it up. I'd love to speed it up a little bit to yeah. like four to six weeks, but it okay. just takes a lot of work to yeah. not only get the music ready, but to get you know the video ready and the, exactly released to Spotify and get the artwork done for this. Because mm-hmm. like the thing, it's the way that singles are now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're I'm, I, at least I, I think a lot of people are, but I myself I'm treating them just like little mini albums. So I do like you know cool cover art for it as well and you know try and try and get that experience with the little video as well so you know there's a lot besides just recording and producing the song there's a whole bunch of other marketing stuff that goes into it so it's been yeah. about two to three months between songs but yeah man it's uh it's cool. exciting so yeah that's good so what's what's the name of this song the new song that just released is called catch me if you can cool I everybody. What's that? I said I said I knew the name of it. I just wanted you to tell tell everybody um, that's listening. So, um, but he says, "Catch me if you can." And if this is like, what's um, you said that these songs are kind of like singles you're looking at, like um, which I think is pretty cool because uh, now it's almost like you're it's like you release a song and then you release it as you're doing like with a video and. Um, kind of like like you said, it's its own album, like it's its own um, kind of press package in a way. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's its own little its own little story. You know? Yeah, it's a little thing. Yeah, rather than having an an album that's got like twelve or thirteen songs that get kind of lost and whatnot, um, if you just release like one song, then it it's more of a I think from a, almost like a marketing standpoint, I think it's almost better. 
Yeah, I think it's really cool because you can really just kind of focus on it. And you're yeah. right, like he released an album and there's 10 to plus songs and then you might get one that people like or that yeah. he's talked about and then the other 10 get ignored. And so mm-hmm. this way you can just kind of, you know, give the, you know, it takes so much work to, to produce and write, write a song, produce a song, exactly. you know, you know, from inception to production, it could be a couple of years sometimes. And so yeah. it's kind of nice to give it the song its own little platform and it's a little spotlight for a month and just plug it. And so I talk about it and, you know, I try and get, I've, I've been getting the new song on some uh, Spotify playlists, which has been pretty cool. Nice. Um, yeah. And nice. then I'm doing some cool podcasts like this one. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's a different approach, but you know, ultimately I think that, you know, I might, you know, while we're still in this kind of remote uh, lockdown mm-hmm. living I'll keep focusing on releasing singles dig- digitally, and then maybe I'll, at the end of it, end, end of this year, or, or when we, things get back to normal, and I'm playing shows again and touring, I'll, I'll probably put these songs on a CD or, or two CDs. Maybe I'll split okay. them up. You know, put put them on vinyl, man. I'm telling you, put them on vinyl. That'd I know. Fun. I'm gonna get. The, I heard the new Tesla has a record player in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, like uh, vinyl. I mean, nowadays, I mean, everybody seems like they're they're buying vinyl now. Um, you know, over over CDs, I would I would I would look into um, how much it would cost to put on vinyl. Um, I have some friends. Yeah, the vinyl. A, what's that? Yeah, the vinyl's super cool, but it is it is kind of expensive. It is. Um, I agree. And then it's also it, there's a it takes a while. To, when I, I looked at the last time I made a full CD, which has been I don't know about four years ago, uh-huh. I uh, looked into vinyl and it was it, there's a long wait because there's only there's only so many people that print them. Yeah. So like I was releasing oh. my CD like with it I had like maybe two months out and I was like oh I'm looking to vinyl, and they're like mm-hmm. well it's like six to eight months back order to get a vinyl. I'm like okay. holy. holy. Mm. Oh, that's a lot of time to wait. So I never did get the vinyl, and I think they are cool. But yeah. again, just since we're not, I'm not out playing live shows. Yeah. Setting it. up a merch table, it's kind of like that's a vi- big rec- vinyl is a lot of stuff for me to store in my small studio right now until <laughs> I, uh, you know, make so the, the digital the digital uh, medium makes sense right now to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the vinyl <laughs> is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's your, uh, like, like, let's take it from the beginning. Like, what's your process as far as like songwriting, how you, how you wrote this song? Um, you know, how, what's your process? And it, I'm sure it's probably not the same every time for every song, but what do you, when you started writing that song out, how did it come about? What's the, the idea behind it? So I, I, I think the songwriting process is different every time for me. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of times I'll, you know, I'll, what I do is I have a, you know, it used to be a, a notebook and journals, and now I keep Google Docs with I call them musings. And so when I read uh, books or or whatever, I come up with ideas and I will write them down, and then later on I might expand on to expand on those like lines or those ideas, and then develop them into like stanzas and phrases. And then mm-hmm. you know I I'll, might be strumming around on my guitar, and I'll start you know looking for a melody and uh, mm-hmm. working with the lyrics and with the message. And so that's kind of it's it's not a very it's not a very exact science that's for sure and then usually what happens is i start i have like a new song idea uh, i usually just like write one verse in the chorus and then okay. I, back in the day i'd say i'd have a gig with my band and i yeah. didn't know all my songs and i'm like all right guys i got a new song for you <laughs> <laughs> and I, just kind of, I just throw out these like half-baked songs 
the <laughs> band, and then they kind of, you know, we we'd play them yeah. for, you know, out in our, in our yeah. whatever, in our yeah. gig, our bar gigs, yeah. our festival gigs, and then they kind of uh-huh. evolve. That's kind of the, and then I finally learned how to, yeah. you know, use Pro Tools a little bit, so I, I was able to produce it. But um, there you go. This song specifically, "Catch Me If You Can," um, it's it's kind of inspired by um, by the like the the different the balance the difference between like um the modern world mm-hmm. and then the natural world and okay. like the world is going super fast right and it's kind of like catch me if you can it's hard to keep up but i was also yeah. kind of going with that catch me if you can kind of if you go back um to some older stories and uh and uh about there, there's some it's, it's like about having like a like a double a double life you know like catch me if you can okay. it's kind of like there's that one famous uh yeah. Right. So Frank. Okay. So, Catch Me If You Can was a uh, was a biographical crime film, right? Um, produced mm-hmm. by Steven Spielberg and it had Leonardo DiCaprio. And it's about this guy Frank Abagnale, who like you know he's a basically a criminal and he'd for, yeah. he'd fake identities and he'd forge uh-huh. checks and so that was a little bit of an inspiration, just kind of like uh, you know a du- having a double maybe a double personality or if uh, you know not being not being totally connected with the uh, modern world mm-hmm. modern world might make us you know have to assume other identities you know exactly um, right on yeah, so I was a little actually, bit inspired by that but then i was kind of mm-hmm. the lyrical landscape and the what ended up being the visuals for the video or i was really inspired by like out here in new mexico we have all these awesome mountains and stuff but then we have like the dla you know these giant satellites that are looking yeah. for you know different life out there and so cool kind of an abstract idea in song, gotcha. but uh, the lyrics, you know, um, of the song, of Catch Me If You Can, is talking about riding a train out by the bay. And that kind of ties me back to my my roots in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of life-changing. Uh, coming out here to, the, to New Mexico, you know, I've left the land, I've left the sea. Yeah. And, you know, I'm out here chasing the stars and the moon. Yeah. Um, so, and the song is a lot about the moon as well. That you know, I think all yeah. songwriters are inspired by the moon. So, can you catch the moon? You no, know, it's kind of yeah. always wandering across that sky. Yeah, right on. Um, no, cool, dude. That, that's that's cool because that um, I actually saw a um, that guy that you're talking about, Frank. He gave a like a really really interesting talk on YouTube. Um, it's out there; people can find it. But he gave a really interesting talk about his life and about kind of like hard work and putting, you know, like even though he was kind of a scam, kind of a scammer and stuff, um, but he, he worked hard at it, like what he was doing. Um, and uh, it was pretty interesting to see, to hear him, because he was like a family man and stuff too. It was kind of crazy. Right, yeah. I mean, he's just a regular guy, but, you know, he yeah. had to kind of be, he had the masquerade to yeah. make it in this world or do what he yeah. did. Um, you yeah. know. Real interesting so, story, that's for sure. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, I, sometimes I feel, uh, you know, I think we all do kind of feel like maybe we are um, pretending in life that yeah. who we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I, I hear that. Yeah. Maybe, and then maybe, you know, so I don't know. It was just kind of mm-hmm. that kind of piqued my interest, that kind of idea. And so I just ran yeah. with it and threw a half-baked song in my band and we just developed the song <laughs> over a couple of years of playing out live and, yeah. This past year in the pandemic has allowed me to learn how to use Pro Tools and start recording these songs. And um, speaking of which, the recording yeah. process was, mm-hmm. you know, it took a while yeah. because of the pandemic. I 
before I started recording the song just a couple months. Actually, mm-hmm. it was in 2019 in the winter, and I had okay. luckily I had uh, some people in in town like uh, Meredith Wilder. She's a, a great vocalist who's from yeah. Albuquerque but lives in Colorado now. She was down for the holidays right before pandemic, uh-huh. and she came over and did the backing nice. vocals. Okay. Um, and then actually, I had a couple of my bandmates um, mm-hmm. come down, and we wore masks and had you yeah. know socially you know. distanced recording sessions here at my house. Cool. Um, and that's how I recorded the slide guitar and the drums. Okay. And then I produced everything else. I played the bass, I played the guitar, the banjo, the keys, and nice. uh, all, all the all the all the male vocals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then. I, Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I got some help uh, mixing and mastering from uh okay. from somebody I work with so um, okay I I, yeah. I do my own mixing too but sometimes it's hard when you're your own mix you're you're mixing your own stuff so you don't know when to stop so yeah um I think that like it's probably I think it's like pretty I mean from what I've 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 done and what I've seen too I I think it's I think it's good to have someone else mix it yeah it's good to have like, an objective objective yeah. uh, Ear, yeah, objective ear, you know exactly because you know it, everybody's going to be like I think a little bit biased to whatever they're whatever they're doing. Like if you're whether you're a bassist or a guitarist, it's like oh we need some more guitar. Put the you know, turn off the guitar, you know, or turn right. off the bass. Turn off the, I need more bass. I can hear my bass, you know. So everyone wants to turn it up, but then when you have like an objective ear who can just listen to it, um, just as a listener and can, you know, turn things down and up to to get them right so that it sounds good to everybody universally. Um, <laughs> instead of, like, just face-melting solos, like, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And I'm, you know, as the background, mm-hmm. as a guitarist for my whole life, I'm I'm guilty of that. I'm always like, turn the guitar up. Yeah, but yeah, producer, everybody is. Yeah. As a producer, sure. I've learned to turn my guitar down because it really does mm-hmm. just need to be in the mix. Nicely, yeah. So it's not overpowering stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, what I turn to people most for helping me mix and master is my own vocals because mm-hmm. I think there's a study out there is that everybody hates their own voice. So right. it's really hard I to totally agree. mix mix your own voice and your own vocals when you're yep. kind of always very judgmental about them. You're like, ah, oh, it doesn't sound good. So uh, exactly. More for that, I think I give I hand it off to other people. I'm like, all right, just to make it sound good mm-hmm. in your opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, no, I hate it. I mean, like we've I've done now like 33 or 34 episodes now of this podcast, and I I hate I don't know, when I'm editing them and putting the stuff together. I hate hearing my voice. It's just like, ugh. I, but but <laughs> I've, I've heard. I mean, Fife Dog hated his voice. Like everybody hates their voice. It's just one of those things. I think. Yeah, it's weird. So. But, um, yeah. So talk to me about Spotify, though. Um, so it seems like you're doing, like, maybe a little bit more with Spotify now with this song, maybe than the last song. I feel like I, you're, you're in some playlists now. Um, how do you go about doing that, and, and how is Spotify treating you? Yeah, you know, um, the Spotify listens are growing. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. equate to money, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's cool, yeah. you know. You get uh-huh. more fans, you get more listens. Um, mm-hmm. There's a site called Submit Hub, and okay. it's, um, it's a cool it's a cool website, and you basically you buy these tokens, and you can submit your music to people who run playlists okay. and labels, and people who run, do music blogs. Okay. And it's not very easy to. I'll be honest yeah. with you. They're, 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 everybody's a critic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but this, and I mm-hmm. kind of just learned about it when I released uh, Good Honey a couple months ago, and okay. I got Good Honey a little bit of uh, playlist love. But this mm-hmm. time with uh, Catch Me If You Can, I've had like about 10 placements already in the past week on different Spotify playlists. 
Right on. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, some of the ones I was put on was long drive tunes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, put okay. it on for a long drive. Okay. Another one was yeah. uh, called Sun Kissed. Another mm-hmm. one. Um, gosh, what was the other ones? I forget. It was like dirty something country because I have slide guitar in it. So yeah. a lot of people okay. say it's kind of country. It's okay. It's cool. You know. It's um, cool. Yeah. Oh, American yeah. Americana Dream. So yeah, it's kind okay. of uh, Catch Me If You Can okay. is very kind of playing around with the Americana, the folk Americana, yeah. a little bit of country. Okay. But then yeah, but then I try and put a little bit of modernness in it. Gotcha. Yeah. W on too much of the traditional. Yeah, cool. Well, right on. Well, and then how about like other platforms? Do you do like SoundCloud and and um, YouTube and all that stuff too? Yeah, so um, it's, I'm on all of those. I have a, a YouTube channel that I'm getting better about. That's why I've been doing these videos. So all my videos are going up there, and I'd encourage anybody to go to uh, mm-hmm. Kali Shaw Music. Look up Kali Shaw Music on YouTube, and the latest uh, video for Catch Me If You Can is it's actually pretty neat. I went up to the Sandia Mountains here in Albuquerque. At the top, we have these all these radio towers, and we got a bunch of snow in the past month. And so I went up there, and we shot some film, and kind of blended blended it together with all these other kind of really nice imagery of space and satellites okay. and the desert and the mountains. Yeah. And uh, I'd encourage anybody to check it out. Yeah, it's on mm-hmm. YouTube. And, and everything's lyric videos these days now. People like to read the lyrics. So Yeah. I well, use, I was going to say, uh, like, so wait, so you shot a video for this? Because um, I, I was going to say, I saw the lyric video. But That is the video I put together. So oh, I made that. Okay, okay, using, okay, I got you. Okay, I see. So that the, I use all kinds of different – there's all kinds of services out there. Fiverr is a yeah. big one that I kind of use people that okay. I, I like to work with. Mm-hmm. But basically there's a, you know, there's a site that I use to get stock footage. Okay. Of, uh, you get kind of – you have a subscription and you can get like these whatever, maybe 10-second clips of video yeah. of different things. Gotcha. So I get a lot of those and then I shoot my own – and then I shot my own video of myself okay. up in the Sandia Mountains. Okay. And then I kind of put those all together into uh, a, a video for the song, and then I hire somebody on Fiverr to put the, you know, the lyrics to it. So it's kind of, you know, it's my vision. It's not like a fully produced music video, yeah. per se, but it's something. Sure. It's something visual. I think people exactly. like to see something, you know? Yeah, no, so for I, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do, too. Um, it's kind of fun. It's fun to do it, to kind of take on a visual aspect of your music. Yeah, and again, like, when you're just putting out one song at a time, kind of, you can put more effort into that one song, like, with a video and with all that stuff instead of all of the stuff that goes into an album and doing 10 songs and picking a single and all that kind of stuff. Like, um, yeah, it's, uh, um, I've, I've noticed some of those lyric videos out now more and, um, yeah, they're, they're a good idea. I mean, it's just like, that, it's like diversifying yourself, uh, making sure you're on all platforms, doing different things with, you know, if it's YouTube, then it's video. If it's Spotify, then it's audio and Apple music and it's audio and stuff. So, um, but yeah, yeah it's hard to keep. It's hard to keep up. I'll be honest. Yeah. There's so many platforms you yeah. you're happy oh. on, and it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you on? Are you are you are you on TikTok yet? <laughs> Dude, I am on TikTok. Um, ah, yes, I haven't done any cool dance videos yet, but I, okay. I've only posted a few things. I, I got right. on there a couple months ago. The very first thing I put up there was a, a video of my fat cat rolling around <laughs> on the ground, and I put my one of my older songs as the soundtrack to it. Yeah. 
that is pretty hilarious. But. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't cat isn't it cat videos? Isn't that what yeah, that I know, right? <laughs> That's I guess I need awesome. to come up with a little da- a little dance routine or something to one of my Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so yeah, find well, me on TikTok. Kali Shaw okay. Music is basically okay. my handler. Okay, on, on all everything. the on YouTube, on uh, Instagram, Instagram, on Facebook, okay, on Twitter. And right. on TikTok and okay. probably some other stuff. But I got to get a clubhouse now. That's the new thing, right? Okay, I guess. Yeah. Do you have a website? Yeah, of course I have the website, yeah. and that's okay. kalishaw.com. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, cool. I, I and usually then... uh, my website. I usually put some free stuff up there. Like if you, if you go there, you can sign up. That's get good. some free MP3s sent to your email, and then yeah, try, I like to get people on my. I'm trying to mm-hmm. get back to email list. Yeah, that's really, for a while, but yeah. I'm getting in the habit of trying to send out an email at least once a month, yeah, letting people know. And that's great. The email list is key, I think, because it no matter what happens to platforms, and I think platforms will change and evolve, and people will gravitate to one more than others, and some will fall to the wayside. But as long as you've always got their email, you can always tell people where you're at and what you're doing. You know, so yeah, that's, 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 that's what I've always heard. That's too. really that's really that's really that's really important. I think. Um, and what about like one other thing, Joe? Before we yeah. move on past my website, I just yeah. wanted to say that I actually I forgot that, that mm-hmm. we my uh, my mom she's an artist and mm-hmm. she helped me design a really cool T-shirt for Good Honey, and uh, I oh, we nice. have uh, the T-shirts on my website now to buy, which is really cool. And oh, if cool. you go to PollyShaw.com and click on Shop and Shirts, okay, you can see the Good Honey shirts, and I actually have some of the Under the Olive Tree shirts up there as well. So that's okay. a new feature I just added to my website. Um, cool. Just a little bit about that. It's crazy because, you know, back in the day, I'd, I'd, I'd order, you know, tons of T-shirts, and I'd get a design. I'd take them to a silkscreen mm-hmm. printer and yeah. print them. And then, I'd, again, I'd be housing, like, you know, boxes of T-shirts. Yeah. But now there's these services out there, and you integrate your website, and you give them the designs. And they do the printing, the shipping, everything, and that's you just great. kind of set it all up, which is cool. Yeah. But just the one thing that's not cool is that I mean, literally, you sell a T-shirt for twenty-five bucks, and you make like a ninety-five cents or a dollar or something. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's different. It's it's funny that it's funny you say that because I remember back in the day when when we started first making our Felonia shirts and and Matt Cool with that screen printer that he bought and he was making them down. He was making them down. It was all hot and sweaty and stuff in there. He's like make, making them in like this dungeon or something. These these yeah. these t-shirts and um, some of them came out and some of them didn't. And um, yeah, we had like tons and tons of just like white Hanes t-shirts in the back. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. No, it's funny. So uh, well. That right on. Well, that's good. That's I'm I'm glad that you're doing um, that. You can integrate that. That's something that I want to look at too with the podcast. We want to look at doing some merchandise, um, t-shirts and coffee mugs and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so, the, the site I use is called Printful, T R I N T R I N T F U L, and okay. they do all that. They can you can print on mugs. You can print on you know like COVID nineteen cool. masks. Yeah, uh, okay. whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. And they, and they do it all yeah. that, and then you you know you just okay. link to it from your 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 website store yeah. whatever you use. Yeah, because honestly, I'm, when it comes to the market, that kind of stuff, I don't really care so much about making money off, off of it so much as I care about, like, it'd be cool to get the name the name out, you know, um, having that right. stuff on your on mugs and t-shirts and get people walking around with it. It's just advertising for you. So, exactly. Yeah, so that, that's, that's good. Um, how about, like, 
have you looked at all into like crowdfunding and like Patreon that kind of stuff? I mean, you know, if you if you get a big enough uh, following, I would imagine that you know people. It seems like people just want to give money, especially if it's like artists. They they feel like it, that gives them a little bit of a like almost like buying stock in that artist kind of in a way. Um, and I'm just I'm surprised at all the people that I see creators on YouTube and stuff that have Patreon or or Subscribestar or some of these other ones that they use, um, and people uh, give them money and they use that money to record more music, to buy more equipment, to um, you know whatever whatever the the costs that come along with you know their their trade or their you know their their hobby, whatever the it is they're doing, they. They they make money doing it by people just giving them you know hey I'll give you five bucks a month. There you go. I think it's a really um, cool or, cool idea. Mm-hmm. I actually do have a Patreon site. Again, okay. it's patreon.com forward slash Kalishaw Music. And I set okay. it up a couple right. months ago, and I haven't really mm-hmm. pushed it too hard. I actually have one patron, my girlfriend, okay. and she puts, <laughs> she pitches in four bucks a month, and okay. she's about to cancel if I don't start putting some more stuff out there. <laughs> If I, don't, if I don't do the dishes, here, she's going to cancel. <laughs> cancel. That's great. That's great. That's a great deal you got there. <laughs> but seriously, I do have a Patreon awesome. page, and I haven't. I know it's another thing I need to kind of more push out there and grow because it is. Cool. It is really cool. It is. I, I think it's a really cool concept. Yeah, to it's like, a really good idea. Yeah, or, a really good concept. Because you know, you buy a single. Okay, I bought your mm-hmm. single for ninety nine cents. I do like you, but. And especially now, I, I used to, yeah. you know, I have a lot of fans that just come out just to support and, you know, buy exactly. a CD at my shows. Yeah. You know, I have one guy yeah. who probably bought 30 CDs from me because he's yeah. just like, he's like one of those fans that just supports, likes to support no. music. He already has, he's like, I'm going to buy this and give it to my, my niece. I'm like, cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so it's kind of like that, you know, people who really believe in what you're doing and think it's cool, they look like, hey, totally. you know I will pitch in four bucks a month to... Yeah, for you to help you buy equipment and to pay yeah. people on Fiverr to put lyrics on your videos, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> especially in like nowadays where like you can't go support people in person as much as you could before. So if people can support you somehow to where you can keep putting out content or putting out, you know, art basically, then um, that's a great that's a great way to do it. It's like um, it, this virtual world that we've had to live in the last year or so. Uh, where everything is just being done remotely, um, it seems like that's just it, it's it's gonna it's here to stay. It's gonna be around. I think these services are gonna be around. There's gonna be other creative ways that people are gonna find out or find ways to still get support from from people, and also people will find creative ways to support those people if they can. So um, I think it's a, I think it's a really good deal. You should you should really like. Uh, pound that Patreon or and advertise it because I think that you could really probably get a lot of people that would give you know a couple bucks a month to yeah to to guarantee that like hey in a couple bucks a couple months like I might get another we'll get another song from Kali or we'll get we'll get a, a this or a that or you know we'll do we'll do live streams or like if you ever do live streaming um, then you know maybe your your Patreon will get special access to that or something. Um, to, to yeah, I've thought about all those things. There's mm-hmm. a lot of cool options. Like one thing I was, you know, with Patreon, I'd probably do is like I'd I'd, I'd pre I'd release the singles or the videos maybe a week before they I release them on Facebook and Spotify yeah. mm-hmm. for my, my Patreons, um, things like yeah. that. But yeah, those yeah. are all well, good ideas. Yeah, 
here's the thing. So I, I've there's a lot of people that I know that um, that I've seen that will release content or they'll give content to to their Patreons early. For some reason, for me, I've never felt like that's a, an incentive to get to like be a subscriber to somebody. Like that's just that's just my that's just my perspective. I, I if someone's gonna give it like what I'll do is I'll just wait. I'll just wait until it comes until it comes out if it's going to be available to anybody. But I think that where the people are, I think are more incentivized to be a patron of somebody is when they feel like they're getting something that others are not for this for for payment. As far as like maybe they're maybe they're getting access to local to like streaming your, of your shows, um, and others are not, or or they get access to um, maybe input as to like what song you do next or those kinds of things. Um, so I don't know, but I think that there's lots and lots of, uh, there's so many possibilities um, and ideas to build. I've seen them now. People can be really, really creative uh, to get people to be their patrons and, and subscribers. Uh, but yeah, it's a great, it's a crazy, crazy world that, that we're living in right now with, with all this going on. So yeah, people are getting uh, creative out there. That's for sure. I mean, it, it, but again, it's like it is a. It, I haven't done too much live streaming just because uh, I still yeah. hold. You know, you know, I hold yeah. a forty-hour-week job, and yeah, to, to have the exactly. uh, the muster to then go and live stream and feel like yeah. you're doing a good job at the end of your your nine-hour shift or whatever. For, yeah, uh, no, I hear meetings. It's kind of hard. That's... So I've been more just trying to during the pandemic, just you know, doing my songwriting mm-hmm. and trying to get stuff out and uh i do want to do more yeah. live streaming i think it's cool i've done a couple and it's fun it's kind of spontaneous but yeah it's, yeah uh, there's only yeah, so many hours very cool. <laughs> no i hear i hear you i i totally agree it's just, i mean yeah it all this stuff is really great and 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 um you know people get like really they get all like um ambitious and they want yeah they want to do this do that and then when it comes to actually doing it, it's like oh man uh like i've got you know live streaming sure it sounds great but you know, you know just as well as I do. There's always technical problems. Like, oh, how come my camera's not working? How come I'm not getting sound now? Like, oh, like how come only some people can see me and some people can't see me? Or, oh, my bandwidth isn't high enough now. And um, <laughs> well, yeah. if you're trying to stream to Instagram, why is it sideways? Why you need to be sideways? <laughs> just, like, why is it sideways? I know. <laughs> uh, what the hell is this aspect ratio crap? I don't know. I just play music. God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I guess Facebook actually, you know, with all the live streaming stuff that happened over the year, they have a I haven't signed up mm-hmm. for it but when I go to my Facebook page, they have a little like a little banner for me that says that I you know, they now Facebook now has a way for me to live stream and monetize. And, okay. and that I can cool. I can do these live streams and monetize for free until okay. June of this year. I'm like, okay. okay, so Facebook is just trying to like, you know, get you going and then yeah. Once you start lying, you'll take their twenty percent twenty percent cut of the door, I guess, just like exactly. the other uh, the club yeah. manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yep. Yeah, that takes like it's, already, it's already hard enough. I guess they think people are <laughs> artists are making too much money, they want a piece of that as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like virtual virtual um gatekeepers. Um yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Technology. Yeah, that's what, kind of going back to why you know what you said earlier about how important mm-hmm. it is to kind of have your email list is because yeah these platforms kind of change. Yeah, you know, even with Facebook, you know, you used to be able to like post something and it would reach everybody, and now like unless you pay to promote your post, yeah. 
exactly. only like I have, you know, a couple thousand people who follow me on my Facebook, but unless I mm-hmm. I boost it, you know, maybe ten people will see it. So it's like Yeah. That's yeah. kinda why the the power of your email list and your website is never will you know, that's a real no. powerful thing is that you can bring people yeah, exactly. to your own but it, but it's also hard. It's so hard because yeah. there's so much con- convenience in using all these other platforms. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, you know, at a certain point, you kind of have to say, like, like, hey, I'm going to do this for fun. It's something I love doing. It's my passion stuff. And um, doing all the other things like streaming and that stuff, it's it's cool and fun. But like you said, you, you've got a date. You've got a full job, a, a career and everything and, and, a, and a girlfriend and all that. Um, and a pay, you know, her pay, your, the patron, <laughs> your one patron, you got oh, one patron, to. yeah, <laughs> your one patron. Yeah, she's keeping me afloat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, it's tough. Man. But you know, I mean, there, I have a yeah. lot of friends that do, do make pretty good money off of streaming. But again, oh, totally. music is like their that was and it's still their full time thing. And I'm, you know, yeah, I, I get it, and exactly. so I appreciate those people that are doing weekly live streams and I think they're, you know, I hope, I hope that they're, you know, making enough money to, you know, pay the bill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's tough times right now. I mean, I'm definitely missing the money from Mm. gigging. Um, Yeah. That was a nice, you know, supplement to my normal day job. Absolutely. Money you'd make on the weekends gigging Mm -hmm. at different venues or festivals or parties or Mm -hmm. But it's not, again, like you said, it, for me, music is about, it's really about, it's fun. I love it. It's, yeah. it's something I've always done. And whether I'm not I'm making money off it, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It'd be nice to make money off of it. Um, but it'd be nice not to be in the negative on it, which it's a lot. Of yeah. Things, yeah. But it's, yeah. <laughs> it's all this music yeah. here, man. It's expensive. Oh, it's, so, it's so expensive. And then software. <laughs> and then it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, um, I use Ableton, and Ableton 11 just came out, and it's like $200 more for Ableton 11. And I'm like, fuck, man. You guys already got like half of my wallet the last time. Jeez. Um, I haven't even learned it yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I've, I've had it for years, and like, I still don't know it all. God. It's, it's, you know, and then every time you turn around, there's an update. It's like, oh, there's this new thing now. I'm like, I haven't even learned the old things yet. There's new stuff now. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot, uh, but... Man, it's it's fun though. It's fun to to tinker with and learn and um and then to put it out. Uh, it's I actually uh, did the same. I put out a an EP like a couple. It's probably a few months ago, and I I got a part of a. It's now in a, in a playlist, uh, and I it was just a playlist that a a guy I just basically reached out to him on on Instagram, and and just was like, hey dude, I I got this this music here. Do you wanna you know it'd be great if you put me in your playlist. And he's like, yep, sure. Cool. Right on. He did it. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy with that. But, Very cool. Um, Spotify is, Spotify is a cool, uh, a cool avenue. I mean, a cool um, platform and I've been using that. And uh, um, I can't wait to get back to playing YouTube live games. And, I mean, I miss it. Oh, I was yeah. thinking about it the other day. I really just miss like, you know, connecting with, people in a live music environment and playing, you know, in front of a live yeah, audience. God, exactly, man. I mean, I miss, I miss saying, I miss, I miss going, I miss going and seeing people and seeing live music and seeing DJs and play and hearing them. It's right. just, it's, it's fun. so, it, yeah, there was a little place not far from me where, well, I'm sorry, it's downtown, but um, you could just, you could just bring your vinyl, just like whatever you wanted to just bring your vinyl. Every Wednesday was like vinyl Wednesdays. And you'd come up and just, I would just bring my bag of vinyl and I would just play. 
and and it was great. And uh, ever since, I mean, that's been over a year now. They haven't been doing that, so thanks. But I miss it. It's just it's fun. So I think once you've once you've had it, once you kind of had that bug and you've played and and performed for people, it's, it never leaves you. I think right. it's always kind of in you to an extent, for sure. So yeah, there's um, something. I mean, question. live streaming is cool, but there's definitely mm-hmm. it's not the same. It's not the same yeah. live streaming, you know. No, 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 not at all, not at all, not at all. Um, yeah. Um, well, last question: What um, with everything um, that we talked about, like the uh, the like Pro Tools and being virtual and that kind of stuff, did you work with any musicians that were like virtual in the sense? I mean, were there people in other states that? would record whatever they recorded and they would send it to you through the internet or was everything pretty much recorded in your in your studio? So for Catch Me If You Can, everything was recorded in my studio, but um, I'm working on a – I'm actually producing a song for my dad. Okay. Um, and it's a uh, – my dad, uh, it's a song in Spanish, and I uh-huh. produced it into – it's kind of like a salsa, like a Latin okay. song. Okay, awesome. awesome. Cool. And I hired some horns, horn players from Spain – to play oh, on wow. it. And so oh, they recorded awesome. all their stuff in their studio in Spain and they oh, sent wow. me the wave tracks. And then I also reached out to my uncle in Mexico City to play the bass and he did the same. He he recorded the the oh. bass against the file <laughs> and sent me his wave file and then I I brought those all that into That's my awesome. vocal section. And I also got a yeah, a, a female vocalist from uh, Italy who who sang in Spanish to wow. to sing backups with my dad. Um, so yeah, that's actually the first time I've ever experienced, and it's actually pretty pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it really opens up the possibilities of you know. I mean, I've always worked with just amazing musicians locally, and I love uh-huh. love it. The New Mexico has so many great musicians, but mm-hmm. you know, it's really cool that you can really I can work you collaborate with somebody in a different country on a song. Um, yeah. And so yeah, that one is uh, awesome. it's called Yo Enti. And okay. I, I, I'm kind of, I think I might do the state. I might treat it just like as a normal release and, you know, but it's my dad's song and he's singing. Yeah. I might do a video for, sure. for it and all that and release it on Spotify. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's pretty awesome. fun though. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's, and also the other question I was going to ask you was what were you, like what do you got coming down the pipeline? What do you got coming up next? And yeah, so, song, I have, so I have my, dad, my dad's song. Yeah. That one, Yo and T. And then uh, I'm also, I'm pretty much done with another single that's kind of in the same vein, folk Americana vein. It's called Home, H-O-M-E. Okay. And uh, that, it's an it's a, it's a interesting uh, esoteric song. It's not as catchy as Catch Me If You Can, if you will, uh, but it's really mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it's cool. I, we have some cool slide guitar and ba- backup vocals. And some moments cool. of the song sound like a Pink Floyd song. Right um, right. But uh, I can't. I'll, I'll definitely share it with yeah. you, Joe. And uh, yeah. it's going to be a, a sure. good one. So that's the, that's my next release, Home. And I'm, I'm targeting right now. It's it's already mixed and mastered. I'm just uh, I got to start working on the album art, the cover oh, wow. art, and the video. Yeah, right, I actually yeah. just started working on the video yesterday. I'm trying to just come up with yeah. ideas and imagery. Mm-hmm. So that's great. That's kind of my um, goal is to have you know I release one and then I have another one almost done. And so I'm promoting nice. Catch Me If You Can. I'm working on Home. And Great. then when I have home released, I'm hope that I have a couple more in the oven that are not as finished, but I need to kind of get those finished and mixed and mastered and, and kind of just keep following that pattern. My plan. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, right on, man. Cool, dude. Well, I'm glad that um, I'm glad we're able to talk and uh, and talk about this new music and whatnot, and hopefully we'll spread the word, get more people listening to your stuff, 
Um, yeah, man. So, play, jam it out. I'll yeah. send you the. I think I sent you some stuff, but I was just going to yeah. email you. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I emailed you the MP3. Did I? Um, no, but I mean, I can. I can. Um, I'll. I'll like put a link on um, on our website to uh, to your Spotify. Uh, okay. I'm pretty cool. sure I can do that. I'll, I'll do that. And um, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I heard the I heard the lyric video or watched the lyric video, uh, and it was and it was good. And it was a great song and. Um, sound like sounded really well produced. Is, is Thanks, I, man. I really I appreciate like it. Yeah, it sounded like really well, like really well done. You know, and I and I knew that you probably did it in your in your house again. So I was like, man, it's it's like it's really sounding good. Um, the production that means a lot. Really well. I really appreciate it, Joe. Yeah, it's all done yeah. here in my little ten by ten sound sound blanket uh, studio cube. Yeah, <laughs> in the North Valley of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. And yeah, thanks. I really appreciate it. I'm happy with yeah. how it came out. Um, yeah, you, your, your listeners can definitely go to yeah. the links. Again, they can go to KaliShaw.com or KaliShaw Music on all okay. the social platforms is a good way to find me. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I'll put a link in that um, in, in our, on our website too as well. They can go to that and, uh, and check it out. So, um, But cool, buddy. Well, hey, man, I'll, I'll let you get on with your Sunday evening. Um, you can go ahead and get drunk now. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no problem.